What's up, everybody? My name is Jay, and you're listening to the Soul to Fire podcast. Today, this is episode six, and we're going to get into some very raw, uncut, real-life stuff. So I hope y'all prepare for the ride. Stay tuned in with me. We're going to jump right into our song of the day. There's a song called Psalm 91 by Sharon featuring Callie Bluebird. I don't even know how I found this song, y'all. Sometimes, like, you just be looking at music and you find a random song out of nowhere. And ever since I first heard it, it's been, like, just my little go-to bop, really. It's very calm, chill, but she's singing the scripture. And I know something about when you sing scriptures. It's just, it does something for my little heart. It's wonderful. But, um... (laughs) I just wanted to let you guys know that there will be a lot more to come after this. We are almost at EP10. We're very excited. Like, I'm just, I'm so ready, y'all. I appreciate everybody's support along the way. You know, we do promos on social media and all that. You guys sharing it and liking it. All that really means a lot. Um, So, I'm not really going to hold you up too much. I say that every time, and then I, I kind of run over my time. So I'm going to try to keep it down this time. But I want to let you guys know where the idea for this episode came from. I know you can see the title, um, but I want you guys to actually understand what I saw like going into this, how this, uh, this whole thing came about. Because you can kind of infer what the episode means, because me and Casey have talked about it a lot. We have focused on this one topic a whole lot because we want you guys to understand and see the importance of it. So where this idea or where this episode came from, the idea, well, it started with a prayer, actually. So I don't know how you guys roll, but I'm one of those people that kind of cries when they get frustrated. Unfortunately, that is the type of person that I, yeah, we're working on that. But I was very frustrated at this time. I was in prayer. I was crying out because I was seeing a lack of love and compassion for the things of God and the people of God. And matter of fact, I think it was after recording an episode. And I just was like, I don't know. I was so frustrated and I was so angry because I just didn't understand, like, where we going to get to that part. I don't want to spoil it. But I, I don't know. I felt like the way I was carrying didn't feel fair. And I'm putting quotation marks around that, y'all, because I'm laughing at myself internally now because I realize how dumb it sounds. But that's how I felt in the moment. Um, I knew that what I felt wasn't factual, but I was able to take it up to God still. And that's what we as a people in the body of Christ, we need to learn how to do. We shouldn't give in to our emotions, but rather we should give him our emotions. So I'm like, bro, this don't feel fair. And I, I couldn't see... I couldn't see past how I felt in that moment. And I told him, I was like, oh my goodness, God, I just, I always felt like I was committed to a people who didn't love me back. And let me tell y'all this, (laughs) before I even had a moment to soak in pity for myself, he quickly humbled me by saying, so am I. And I kind of just, I hushed after that. I was like, well, crying session over with. Yep, I'm good. Thanks, Lord. And (laughs) it hit me just like that. I couldn't say anything, but dang, that's crazy. And I was not by any means comparing myself to God. But for a moment, he gave me a glimpse of what it feels like to mourn a people who could have the answer but reject it. A people who could have salvation but deny it. A people who choose to dwell in their sufferings rather than the presence of the Most High. 
And what started off as a conversation with me being angry ended up as an emotional prayer for our lives to be turned back to God. And I was left with this simple question. Where's your heart? And I know Casey and I, like I said, we often discuss heart posture, but it's just something I cannot emphasize enough. If you call yourself a child of God, he should have your heart completely. And um, what was it? An alternative title that I would use for this episode would have been the place of surrender, which ultimately describes a point where you want nothing but God. It is a vulnerable place, a sometimes painful place to get to. And it's a place where you have to lay everything down before God. It's a place that sadly, many in the body of Christ have yet to come to. And I don't know, for a long time, it took me a while to wrap my, my head around this because I hear so many preachers and pastors, they talk about it all the time. Like, you have to surrender all, you have to give everything to him, not just some da 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 And we hear it so much that it just almost begins to sound like a broken record. But it's not that these teachers and preachers and pastors are running out of things to tell you but this is the foundation of what you need before they can teach you anything else i can teach you all about the fruit of the spirit i can teach you all about different principles in the bible but if you're not even willing to lay your life down for him and to give him all of you then what i'm saying at that point just feels very uh, kind of pointless you're still gonna learn but if you're not in that place of surrender, it's harder to pick up the things that God would want us to know. So, I, mm, I'm i really not too sure, you know, how I ended up <laughs> in this episode. Because there was definitely a lot of other things that I would have rather talked about. I'm not going to lie to you guys. There was so many other topics I would have rather done first. But this is where we are. And, um... Like I said, it's really sad, though. For the body of Christ, we just, we don't understand how to surrender. And I don't know if it's like a, if it's a global thing, if it's an American thing. I really don't know. But I feel like the reason for this, why we haven't been able to surrender, is because we somehow believe in our little human minds that we can serve God and live in sin. And it's not even a, I think, it's an I know, because A, I have lived it. B, I have watched other people live it. And C, I watch people condone it. So we believe that we can serve God on Sundays and give our 10% and that will be enough for him, right? That we can ignore God Monday through Saturday, then repent at church. And uh, <laughs> oh my God, y'all are y'all are really about to get on me after this episode. But um, you know, it's even sadder though. This ain't even a generation problem. Most people going to look at my generation and say, oh, it's y'all that's causing the issue. Oh, it's y'all that caused the disconnect between the the people and the church. First of all, we are the church, so don't do that. But it ain't a generation problem. So don't, you know, I, I do believe my generation has its flaws. I will say that. But the issues in the church started long before then. So don't try to point fingers at us. As if this is solely our problem. Because it's people of all ages, all races, and all backgrounds that live like this. And we as a church, we think it's okay. And my opinion on it is that indifference is really just silent agreement. You might say, well, oh, I don't agree with it, da 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 But I don't ever hear you speak out against it. So I don't know what you believe. And like I was saying, um, I think I've said this. It might not have been on the podcast, but I have said it before. 
if we do not speak against these things, it means that we, yes, the entire church body, are condoning this behavior. We are condoning half-hearted Christianity. We are condoning complacency. We are raising lukewarm believers and then asking why people have the audacity to leave the faith. Really, y'all? Really? I mean, let's let's look at it from a teenage perspective for a moment. Let me drop my little platform status and just look at it from maybe me at about 13 or 14 years old, right? Very lukewarm. Still love Jesus. Very lukewarm, though. Um, and I didn't really have a plan to leave the faith specifically but i did feel that i was drifting further from it and while part of that may have been my fault what we go through around that age has a lot to do with what people pour into us so older generation hello if you guys don't want to feel like my generation and the people under us if you don't want us to feel like we're far from the church then you need to pour into us you need to give back to us. Because a lot of kids, they're not angry at God. They're not mad at God. They're mad at his people. Like, as frustrated as I was when I was telling you about where the idea for this episode came from, I'm frustrated with his people because there is a lack of love. You say that, oh, you know, if you love Jesus, then you got to love everybody, da 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 But y'all, and I'm, mm. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm not going to throw shots too much or throw too much shade, but uh, uh, y'all are picky on who everybody is. We love everybody as long as it fits our standard of what Jesus' love is supposed to look like. We love everybody until they do us wrong, or we love everybody until we find out the sin that they're living in. That is not, no, you can't put your own conditions on love, guys. Come on, let's be for real. But let me let me reel it back in. Let me get back to the actual point of this episode. We are not only raising lukewarm believers, but we are settling for whatever, as if settling is going to get us anywhere. Now look, I haven't really gotten to scripture yet. We ten minutes in, but let me let me give y'all some. Just a little, you know. I'm not saying the whole thing, but we're settling. And the last time I checked, Paul said that he pressed towards a mark. This is Philippians three fourteen. And I don't know how we expect to see any growth within the body when half of us are striving and pressing and half of us are whining and settling. There's no togetherness. There is no like sense of urgency for us to become one in the body. It's like we got the leg and the arm over here trying to do whatever they want to do and the leg and the arm on the right side trying to do whatever they want to do. And the whole body is just literally crumbling apart. We can't live like this. Now... I understand. I'm saying a lot. There's a lot of information in this episode. I'm going to try to whew, whoosa, calm it down a little bit. But um, this is it's not something that I can just sit and chill about. Because this is real life, y'all. And this is just, once again, definitely not the topic I would have selected. But <laughs> you got to be obedient to the Lord. So I'm being obedient today. We will see how this goes. But... I do understand that the things in this episode are things that we really need to look at. And I I, I giggle at myself sometimes because when I was configuring all the different parts and pieces of this, I was like, this is my own little 
epistle to the American church. Not Paul, but you know, my own little letter. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's only for a select few to get, aka my mother, but some of y'all will get it too. It's funny. I'll break it down another day. But let me let me focus again. So we reach another problem. This being that people want to point fingers, like I said, you know, talking about my generation and all that, not just us, um, especially us, we have a, a blame game problem. We try so hard to make every issue we have someone else's fault. And I see this, especially, you know, teenagers, adolescents, people a little bit older than us. Like, we've been taught that, I don't know if it's a social media thing. I don't know what it is, man, but it bothers me. We've been taught that, oh, if you have this and this and this going on, then it's this diagnosis. And it happened from this childhood trauma and da 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 no, that's a real life spirit that you carry. This ain't nobody else's fault, but the things that you never mind. <laughs> never mind, bro. Never mind. <laughs> oh god. Okay. So I need for us to stop blaming other people. When are we going to accept that we just have real life problems that we created? When are we gonna hold ourselves accountable and say, Man, I got myself into this mess? When are we going to stop using pain as an excuse to sin? Y'all are not about to like me today. I'm so sorry. I'm really not. But <laughs> y'all lying. We all we have been lying to ourselves for Lord knows how long. You lying to yourself talking about, oh, once I feel better, I'll get out of this. Once this grief go away, that's when I quit drinking. Once this depression go away, that's when I stop smoking. Oh, once I feel secure in myself, that's when I stop fornicating. Oh, y'all about to be so mad with me. Lord Jesus. But the truth is that these things are the things that we need to hear. But nobody want to speak on it because you might get canceled or you might lose friends or people ain't going to like you or because you might hurt somebody's feelings. Real talk, I would rather hurt your feelings for the sake of salvation than to let you die in your mess. And that is what love is. It is going to hurt. It is going to be uncomfortable. But you are going to remember that, hey, I heard that little kid speaking on that podcast one day and she low-key hurt my feelings a little bit. Because she didn't have to come for me like that. She had to put my business out there like that. But it was out of love. I'm not doing it because I'm angry at you as a people. I'm angry with the lack of love that we have for ourselves and for the body. That if we get that back, we might actually do better as a church. But we don't have that right now. So I have to be this level of aggressive. I love y'all, but um, these are real life things that need to be said. So to hone it back in a little bit, maybe you don't feel convicted. Maybe you don't feel like I'm coming for you. Maybe you feel like you're perfectly saved or whatever. That's cool. You saying in this in your head that this episode don't pertain to you. And that's cool too. You know, if you don't feel that way, that's perfectly fine. But let me say this right quick. Walking faithfully, you walking faithfully and you serving at church do not make you exempt in any manner. You could be the best singer at your church. I really do not care. But without your fully surrendered heart, you just singing. You're literally just singing. Where's the worship? Where's the worshipers? Because without your fully surrendered heart, you're just singing. You could be the best musician around, but without your fully surrendered heart in it, you're just making noise. You might be an excellent speaker, but without your fully surrendered heart in it, you're just talking, bro. And you... <laughs> oh, Lord. You can speak in tongues, but you slandering folks and gossiping in English. Oh, my gosh. Let me chill. But if you think I'm bugging... Not to worry, friend, because I have scripture to back it up. See, Matthew chapter, um, my bad, y'all. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, 
If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I'm using this scripture specifically to draw attention to the lack of denial among so-called believers. Because every problem I just previously listed has to do with the fact that we are prideful people. It isn't that you can't sing. It isn't that you can't play your your instrument or whatever. It isn't that you're not an excellent speaker or that you, you know, you can't do the things that God called you to do. You're great in your giftings, but your fully surrendered heart is not in it. And it's just like when Paul said, you know, if I do all these things without love, I'm just a noisy clanging gong. Like I'm literally just serving zero purpose, but to make noise. That's in first Corinthians, I believe, but we'll get there later. Um, Like I said, this is the fact that we are prideful people. We don't want to be called out, don't want to be corrected. Oh, Lord, we don't want to be told we have issues. And most importantly, we refuse to give up our own will, our own flesh and our own desires. How, 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 how are we living like this? Thinking it's okay when the Bible tells us in Proverbs that everyone who is proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting and exceedingly offensive to the lord be assured he will not go unpunished let me let me read it again and i'm gonna put this exact scripture in the reference below the episode so you guys can find where it's at because you know some people they feel the type of way saying oh no that pertains to me i have to flip that scripture around that is not what the bible say Uh uh-uh i'm here to let you know that is what it says i'll be more than happy to provide reference for you so once again everyone who was proud and arrogant in heart proud and arrogant in heart is disgusting and exceedingly offensive to the lord be assured he will not go unpunished but this is what y'all want to celebrate <laughs> not the point of the episode but for real though it's quite obvious that the american church is suffering from a severe heart issue i believe that the american church not only is suffering from a heart issue but that the foundation of it has been built to fall all right let me get y'all the word again because you know, I can't say these things and not have anything to back it up. Y'all gonna look at me like I'm crazy. So Matthew, once again, back in Matthew chapter seven, verses 26 to 27 says, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods and torrents came and the wind blew and slammed against the house and it fell and great and complete was its fall. This scripture comes from Jesus teaching about the two foundations. He compares those who do the word and those who don't. Unfortunately, in this modern church, we have a lot who don't. And that is why we have so many ministries falling apart and so many pastors being shamed. Because without God, without the word of God, it's bound to fall. But we stay singing firm foundation during praise and worship. (laughs) If Christ is not truly your rock, you just sing in words in an attempt to blend in with the true worshipers. Trust me, we see you. We know who is who. I'm not I'm not coming for anybody. I promise I'm not. I'm not calling nobody out. I'm just saying, don't be singing. Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand when you know he not. When you know your judge is what you stand on. When you know that hidden sin that you don't want to talk about is what you stand on. When you know that your idols is what you stand on. When you know that social media is what you stand on. Don't be lying on my savior because he know. He know. Trust me. So we um uh, have to get into this part also. Y'all are 
y'all about to <laughs> let me just have to finish the episode guys okay all right <sighs> we like to put on productions entertain folks like church is some type of comedy set let me tell you something this makes me extremely angry so i'm trying to hold my peace right now but bro these are real lives real souls at stake and let me tell you for every false prophet claiming that these things are okay that's blood on your hands the reality is the blood of jesus covered us when he died and rose some way somehow we still living like his sacrifice meant nothing we have the nerve to sit in church singing and clapping for the worship team singing about the blood but we step outside of church living in sin living in fear and living in chaos as if that same blood does not cover our hearts throughout the rest of the week don't be a part of the number that lacks a god-fearing heart but expects to make it into heaven you're gonna end up really disappointed bro he doesn't want half of you some of you part of you nah he requires all of you so stop living like jesus didn't die for you and find a place of surrender i understand this sounds really really harsh i do understand that my approach is not the best but this is how he gave it to me. So this is how I got to give it to y'all. So please give everything to the Savior and turn away from sin. Turn away from the lies of tradition and give your heart to the creator. The one who made you, who formed you, who knows every part of you. And if you find yourself simply going through the motions of religion, stop and ask yourself, where's my heart? That's all I have for y'all today. This is about... 21 22 minutes of me just kind of exposing a lot within the church but it's not once again like I said it's not because I'm so frustrated that I just want to call everything out no um this is more of a, a righteous anger as my mama would say this is me being frustrated because I know that we have fallen short a lot the body of Christ is falling short and we're pushing people further and further away from who God is. And they can't see who God is because they're looking to find this character in us. And we've been sinful. And we've been dirty and we've been all the things that he's called us not to be. We're supposed to show people how to live a holy life, guys. So please allow the words in this episode to really sit with you for a while. Meditate on the word of God so that you can understand for yourself because it don't matter how much I study the word it don't matter how much I sit up here excuse me I sit up here and teach things um it does not matter what I do at the end of the day that's your own salvation that you have to be willing to do all these things for if you're not willing to pray if you're not willing to read if you're not willing to meditate then my job is not pointless completely but you're making it seem that way. <laughs> um, but honestly, y'all, I really do love all of you. And I just want us to keep searching in this thing called heart posture. We talk about it so, 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 so much. But I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it enough. So that's where my job comes in to let you know, hey, we're in the wrong. Hey, the church is really messy. We need to fix it. We need to do better. And if we don't, we are looking at literally fallen generations that don't want anything to do with God anymore. 
And the idea of that hurts my heart because I know how good he is and I know how true his word is. But for people my age and people younger than me to not ever see that, that really, that would do a number on me. So that is why I go so hard and do what I do. And I focus on this, this heart posture thing so much because it's not about what you do all the time, but rather the intention of what you're doing and where your heart is when you do it. So once again, y'all, like we always tell you guys, please make sure you look at the stuff that's underneath the episodes, share this episode. Um, If you felt, I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. Trust me, I called myself out a lot more times than you guys would realize. So if you feel convicted in any manner, you need to take that to God in prayer. Remember, I love you. Jesus loves you. God loves you. He wants to hear from you. So have a blessed and wonderful day, guys. Adios.